BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. You probably saw Ryan Dinwiddie ripped his team afterwards. Said it was the worst offensive performance of the year. I think they said they only had 253 yards offense. What if he hurt somebody's feelings? Did you win the football game? Did it work? They won did, the did football game. Did you hurt any game. feelings? The players are going to have to deal with that. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's going to have to I'm apologize. It's the Sunshine State with the Rod Peterson Show. Another great day to be alive and talking sports poolside here in dodge city in south florida it's a flame tech football friday the moose is with us in the bunker it's game day in winnipeg at ig field the blue bombers home to the edmonton elks the hockey people are pretty excited week five of the national football league we got a lot to get to as we can uh, bring the moose in on my screen i wanted to point out Yep. Uh, the rock star of the day yesterday, by the way, was voted to be Andrew Hustler Patterson of Winnipeg Sports Talk. So my hats are on the ground here. Pick one up. These beautiful rock star of the day hats. One will be shipped out to Andrew Hustler Patterson. Did we say decide we're going to make these available in stores? Because they are a sharp hat, man. You know people want to wear these things. They're pretty great. So I think we probably will. And we've got other hats that are going to yeah. be coming into the store. So I know people are are looking for hats. So we're going to get some really cool hats in there. Oh, good. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, I remember back in the day with the Rough Riders, I'm not going to name which players. I don't want to out them. But they were upset that sideline team gear was being sold in the Riders store. Right? They're like, that's our stuff. That's, that's exclusive stuff. for the." It, and there was a time and a place for that probably a few decades ago, up until a couple decades ago. But now it's all about the cheese, man. We need cheese for our crackers. And if you can buy sideline gear, you're going to buy it as an NFL fan, a CFL fan, an NHL fan. So if fans want to buy a rock star of the day hat, which was supposed to be saved for the rock star of the day, I say we let them. What do you say, Moose? It's all about business. You know what? I was watching the National Football League draft. And I saw the hats that they were giving out to all of the Had first to have picks. one. I need that. I went on the internet and ordered it. And it's my favorite hat. I love it. So, yeah, why not? Right? Why not? Official sideline gear from the Rod Peterson Show and Rockstar Supply Chains. Let's just put that out there. They're the ones that paid for it. Um, I said there's a lot of topics on the table. It's very much like a night at the Golden Corral which incidentally I have not made yet on this trip, Moose, and probably won't, but uh, I'll, I'll get wow. back here on the next trip. A lot of topics on the table here. Um, let me just clean out the pre-mobile text line for a minute on the football talk. Last night, Thursday night football, L.A. Rams over the Seattle Seahawks, 26-17. Russell Wilson was hurt. That was the big story coming out of the game. He left the game in the second half, and he hasn't missed a game in 10 years. I can't believe it. I didn't know Russell Wilson was that durable. And for anybody that was complaining about Russell Wilson in Seattle, of which there weren't that many, but they're about to maybe find out what life is like without Russell Wilson. Brady in Saskatoon is watching, and he texts on the Prairie Mobile text line, Hey, Rod, 
With Russ's finger injury comes the moment all of us Hawks fans have been dreading. It's a proposed mallet finger, which could sideline him six to eight weeks. Apparently, Brady's a doctor now, Moose. He says, the moment you wish the O-line could have stood tall for a potential locket touchdown and saved a vital player from getting an injury, Gino played fantastic. Sadly, it didn't end the way we wanted. So that's from the Seahawks nation, from the 12s weighing in. From uh, Leonard regarding the assertion from the press box uh, in Hard Rock Stadium in Miami here last week and the guys I was talking to, they were saying that the CFL seems toxic from the coverage that they see. People throwing shade at each other, people getting fired for saying the truth, blah, blah, blah. Leonard writes in from the 536. He says, I don't think the CFL is toxic compared to other sports. I think it's a very vibrant organization and a little bit of drama is also good. Well, Leonard will have to agree to disagree on that. But you're certainly entitled to your opinion. We welcome all opinions here on the RP show. And speaking of that, I had a lot of people blowing up my phone last night and this morning, Darren, on the Carey Price situation. That was one of the things... Uh, when I had a call from Vegas this morning, the guy on the other end of the line was like, what's your take on the Kerry Price thing? He says, Kerry's getting vilified for entering the player's assistance program in the NHL. And I said, well, I haven't seen that. You, Darren, are going to have to tell me if that's the case in your circles where you're here in South Florida. Any talk about Kerry Price has all been very heartfelt. And um, because there are a lot of Montreal Canadiens fans here, there's a lot of Quebecers. They're just hoping for the best for Kerry Price. But the guy that was calling me this morning from Vegas just said, um, you know, where are you on the prescriptions? And we, we kind of rolled in the Robin Leonard thing. And I said, well, I can tell you as not only a certified recovery coach, but a person in recovery, January 27th, 2015, the number one weapon against mental illness is holistic healing Therapy, the talking cure, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, not writing a prescription. I said, it's funny you asked that um, because that's, that's just my rule of thumb. I was on the prescriptions. I'm not anymore. When I got into recovery, I threw away antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. Threw them away. And then I was having physical reactions to my body detoxifying from them. I'm like, I, I had that crap in me? I'm not taking that stuff. I'm not saying that nobody should take it. I'm saying it, it wasn't for me. But has Carrie Price, and I don't, I still don't know what Carrie Price's issue is because it's none of our business. We covered that yesterday. But is CP31 being vilified like I'm being led to believe outside my little South Florida bubble here? I don't think so. I haven't really seen him being vilified for this. I mean, you wonder, right? Is it, because he was dealing with surgery potentially on his knees. Was that not the case in this offseason? And what he was going to have yeah, to deal torn with? torn meniscus. Right, with the injuries. And maybe, you know, you see this as a cover for that. But I don't, I'm not accusing him of that. I don't think that's what's going on here. You know, in Montreal, again, I haven't been in that marketplace since the Stanley Cup final when you were there with me. And I don't know what that marketplace is doing because we know how heated those fans are. And they got a taste of it. They were in the cup final. They know the potential of this group. And it's so hard to get back there. So they now have to look at potentially getting back there without Carey Price. Now, hope that's not the case. I don't think that'll be the case. But we don't know when he's coming back. And so they don't really, I don't know that they believe they can get there if they don't have Carey Price. Canadian hockey fans are worried about the Olympics in Beijing without Carey Price as our goaltender. So... There's a lot of yeah. that, I think, happening, but I don't know that he's being vilified for going into the program. It's fair that people would worry about the future of the Montreal Canadiens and, and uh, Team Canada at the Olympics. That's just human nature. That's one thing that I work with with players a ton on in that they don't care about you. Sorry to say. You know, we, ha we, yeah. we had to remind people to worry about Carey Price, the person, first yesterday. But it is, a, um, it is a flame tech football Friday. And so I will get it back to football here in a second. Somebody from the general in Calgary said, if you're against him going to the player assistance program, you're a horrible human being. That's not what I'm saying. Anybody's, nobody's saying they're against it. 
They're saying they're vilifying Kerry for going into it. And what people, what I said to the guy this morning in Vegas, I said, I don't know if we're even making any headway here in the recovery industry. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm trying to tell people it's a good thing that Kerry Price has sought assistance for any issues he may be having, but no people, what's wrong with him? It's terrible. Ah, I just wonder sometimes if we're making a difference, man. I know. I really do. Um, any more on this before we move on? No, let's go. Okay. Darren Workman on the is the CFL toxic discussion. Darren in Salt Lake City says the CFL seems to refuse to do any forward or big thinking. The XFL had organizational meetings this week that may have included some relationship with the NFL. Uh, we spent so much time in the spring and summer talking about the CFL XFL thing and not that my feelings were hurt because it, cause you can't hurt my feelings, but I just got tired of being dragged through the mud for giving my thoughts on that CFL XFL thing and where the CFL is going. I mean, I had a call last week, you know who the guy was pretty prominent CFL media figure who said that the CFL needs some help here financially from the promo aspect. And I said, do you think they know that? And he goes, I don't think they do. So is it worthwhile even talking about it? I don't know. I mean, you're right. I mean, we think the tickets sell themselves, the teams that are responsible. We all want to say somebody else is responsible for doing it, right? When reality, we all need to yeah. do it. But they're just missing a little bit of that hype machine and somebody who's willing to take on that onus to stir things up, create storylines, and create buzz. Everybody just wants to sit back and... You know, where it feels like we're all walking on eggshells a little bit. And you can't be afraid to upset some people to create a little buzz and, and let the passion sink in and take a shot. Now, some of those teams got some pretty good social media people who are doing their part and working as hard as they can to try and turn up the buzz. I'm looking at places like Toronto, Hamilton, Winnipeg. They did a great, great job, you know, trying to stir things up on social. But it's got to go further than that. And I hope the league's going to start to get there. I know Money's tight. I know we're in a pandemic, so, you know, you get a little bit of a pass. But this is the time to dig in. I mean, we all sit here from a political point of view and worry about deficits and budgets and stuff. But in reality, to keep your league up here, when times are good, you pay things back. And when times are bad, that's when you go into debt to pay to keep your league relevant, right? Times are bad financially. This is when you should be taking on risk taking on debt to try and make sure the league stays afloat. And then when times are good, you pay that debt off. But uh, the hype, yeah, it needs to be there. It's missing a little bit. And I hope, uh, hope they continue to work at it. Uh, I'm with you, Moose. And I wanted to point something else out, by the way. It's 111 where I am. And uh, it is 1111 where you are. I'm trying to play sound that? effect here. but I... Ah, I like it. The door of opportunity. The door of opportunity is opening for you. Yes, exactly. The door of opportunity is opening for you and for me. Anybody well, whose sure time is 12-11 and 10-11, I, I don't know what to say about you guys. Sorry. <laughs> but for us, 1-11 and 11-11. My teeth look especially white. Did you get a little procedure you when you're down there? No, no. That's I, the thing. I've been thinking about it since Ron Duguay came on the show and said he spent, what, 27 grand in Mexico on his teeth? I'm thinking about a professional whitening, but. I think it's just living right. Yeah. Um, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, writes in and he says, uh, hockey can wait. Wellness comes first. Everything else can wait. <laughs> Wellness does need to come first. I remember I sent a mass, a group text out to both my brothers when I entered recovery. And believe me, I was at rock bottom, rock bottom. You and I, Moose, hadn't even met yet. And I said, guys, it's over. I'm entering recovery. One of my brothers wrote back and said, what's recovery? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to give it a try. I'm done. <laughs> and every day since has been better. I swear to God. And again, I don't know what Carey Price's issues are. Recovery encompasses a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and by the way, the definition of it is to restore something to its original state. Just to throw that out there.
Okay. Again, I wonder if we're making a difference. From my cousin Christina Medicine Hats, she says, you're making a difference even if only for a few. I'll take it if it's just one. Uh, from Jack Fulton in uh, Vulcan, Alberta, he says, don't forget Carrie Price is also dealing with the whole native tragic event as well as COVID and pressures of leading the Canadians. Prayers up for number 31. Huh. You think there might be a little pressure with being the goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens? You think there might be? I'm surprised more guys don't go oh, into I the know. NHL player assistance program for the love of Pete. Oh, I know. Um, Christine says, without, cover, without recovery, you could be dead by now. Without recovery, I would be dead right now. <laughs> Trust me, every single day is a gift when you, I would be dead. Chris, you know that. You're being nice. Um, from William May and Lloyd Minster says, the owner of the BC Lions would be good to give the CFL a lift. Where's that guy been? Last seen on this show, I think, hasn't he, Moose? It's the last time I've seen his face. Yeah. But he's got a lot of work to do in that uh, market, too, and I'm sure he's busy behind the scenes making sure that organization's on the right path. Amar Doman. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. From Northside YEG in Edmonton, he says, Kerry, uh, no, where'd he, where'd he go? A lot of comments coming in here. Northside YEG, most guys get sober from getting in the gym and staying active. I really do wonder what Kerry Price is dealing with. You can wonder all you want. It's none of your business. It's like Jason Wall watching in uh, Manitoba. He says, similar situation with Jonathan Taves last year when he sat out. Lots of speculation and rumors and were untrue. Again, none ya. None ya business. Uh, we're supposed to be Flame Tech Football Friday, right, Moose? <laughs> yes. Put on pump. Uh, let's get back to that when we come back. We'll get the graphic ready for betregal.net. I want to talk about also tonight's NHL games, if we can, and a whole lot more. It is a lot of fun today. You are watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on the RP Show. Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network. YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Again, join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. But you got to use the promo code FANSIDED20. Another scene in sunny Fort Lauderdale as we broadcast a Flame Tech Football Friday from South Florida. Another gorgeous day. Big football weekend here. They all are, but uh, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the, or home to the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, by the way, in week five. Buccaneers favored by 10. Uh, sports update before we get back to more with the Moose on this Flame Tech Football Friday. Game two in the best of five American League Division Series will continue tonight between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Boston Red Sox. The Rays took the opener 5 nothing. 
Randy Arozarena became the first player to hit a home run and steal home in a playoff game. Chris Sale scheduled to start for Boston against rookie Shane Baz. In the other ALDS opener, Houston beat Chicago 6-1. They get after it again today. The two NL Division Series open today. The Brewers home to the Braves in a matinee. Later on tonight, it's the late game, 9:37 Eastern. The San Francisco Giants take on the rival L.A. Dodgers. The CFL leading Winnipeg Blue Bombers home to the Edmonton Elks on Friday Night Football. The Bombers end of the game 7-1. They've won five in a row. Edmonton quarterback Trevor Harris returns to action after missing two games with a sore neck. The Elks, 2-5. and five. That puts them 8th in the CFL. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. That's what I got written down. Russell Wilson has never missed a start in his NFL career, but that streak could be in jeopardy. The Seahawks quarterback suffered a finger injury in Seattle's 26-17 loss to the Rams on Thursday night football. Seattle coach Pete Carroll described the middle finger on Wilson's throwing hand as badly sprained. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today at dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, the Almond Coconut, order yours today at g2gbars.ca. Get 20% off with a promo code RPSHOW. I don't know if they posted it on YouTube or not, uh, Moose, the poll question, or if we even talked about it. That is, which one and three NFL team is in more trouble, the New York Giants or Minnesota Vikings? Is the Moose there? Yeah, there he is. Yep. Hi. Hi. Uh, who is who needs a win more, Vikings or Giants? The Giants visit the Dallas Cowboys, and the Vikings have the Detroit Lions in town. So I got a feeling who's going to win. But uh, did we put that up on our YouTube page for the poll for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center? Yeah, they say it's, it's up, up now. now. Says. Okay. Yeah. The Gi- This is a really tough question, and I don't know that I have an answer. The Giants. What are they? One in three. They're probably the best one in three team. You know, they're a good football team. Daniel Jones is putting up actually some decent numbers. Um, Saquon Barkley is starting to get going a little bit. The Giants are a team that should push the Cowboys for top spot in that division and for a playoffs, a wild card spot, um, if they're not going to win the division. I like the Giants. I think they're actually better than the record indicates. They really need it. If they go to one and four, they're in a lot of trouble. And But the same for Minnesota. Minnesota, with Kirk Cousins... We all want to bag on Kirk Cousins, and I know Arash, and I know Peter Labardius, and I know Kelly Rempel, and all these Vikings fans. They just can't stand Kirk Cousins because he's not winning them football games, and I get that. But he's he's pretty good on the field. At you know, there's there again. I said this before. There hasn't been a quarterback who's lost more games by three points or less in the last two years than Kirk Cousins. So it's not like they're getting blown out. They're in all these games. He's putting up some good numbers, but just not winning. And they should be a playoff team. So if they don't win and they go to one and four, I mean, it's a juicy poll question. I don't have an answer. I know. I think you brought up the Kirk Cousins point earlier on in the week. And I never liked when people brought hockey analogies into football and football analogies into hockey. But now I'm going to be that guy. Uh, I had an NHL coach friend of mine. Watch your toes. I'm going to. Drop some names here. Rich Preston was an assistant coach with the Anaheim Ducks, Calgary Flames, Chicago Blackhawks, San Jose Sharks. We heard a coach of another team whining, if you will, about his team leading the league in one-goal losses. And what Rico said to me, and I know that there are disciples of Rich watching right now because they're texting me. Hockey people are watching on Game Plus TV in Alberta. But anyways... Rico said, you're losing one-goal games because you're not good enough. Like he was yelling it at the television. I'll never, we were watching it together. And I'm like, right. But you can see, you see the parallel. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is losing games by three points or less because he's not good enough. That's my take on that stat. I mean, are you buying that stat? Because clearly Kirk Cousins isn't good enough. Well... You're convincing me, man, that they're not, if you're not winning games, you're not good enough. You are a, what else have you said? You are what your record tells you. Your record is what you are, right? 
You are John what you Lynch. Are. Right. And maybe he's not good enough, but he does all these good things in the football game and then ends up with the loss. And he's good enough to keep the team in all these games and give them a shot. He's good enough to break all the hearts in Minnesota and all the fans, you know, and that's not good enough. So oh, for, Kirk, for Kirk Cousins I'm and the Vikings, to- they got to decide if, if they're going to be good or not. So that's why I think it's important for them to win this football game. Because if they win and Kirk goes on a roll, then maybe he is good enough. But if he doesn't, then they got to move on. Aren't they paying him $28 million a year? It's a lot of money. I don't know the dollar figure exactly, but it's a lot among the most in the National Football League. They got to figure out what they have. Either he's going to win, either get in or get out. This week, I think you could determine that. I'm dying, dying to tell you who this hockey person is. (laughs) You put this up to the screen. You Uh, see the James Franco gift? That's what he texted me. Of the wink? (laughs) That's what he tested me. <laughs> I love it. It's watching right now on, on Game Plus TV. And he also wants us to ship him one of these Rod Peterson show hats, and he wants to know if they fit buffalo heads. So am I the- starting to zero in? Hockey guy in Alberta with a buffalo head. Really narrows it down, doesn't it? I know, I know. Um we're going to get the snapback adjustable hats. They'll fit everybody. Oh, perfect. What are these ones? Those are those flex oh, these fit. These are the flex fit. And the big ones went fast. They're gone. The real big ones. I know, right? And it says right on it, uh, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, the sponsor of the Rockstar of the Day. And uh, this gentleman, I'll be home soon enough. I can ship it out myself, or maybe we'll talk to our shipping department. But... Um, we got T-shirts, too. Let it, let's get it going. But I, oh, I'm, I'm just dying to, to tell you who the coach was that Rico was referring to. But I just, I never, ever forgot that. And I learned so much from Rich. I learned so much from these hockey and football guys. But it's, it's just literally don't let somebody talk to you. We're, we lead the league in being this close. Yeah, and what do you get for that? What do you get Nothing. for that? Yeah, what a fun discussion or, today, eh, Moose? Or you get $28 million contract. How about that? Well, and that reminds me, too, by the way. Uh, I'm just trying to get the viewer comments up here. My MacBooks are real dog's breakfast today. Here we go. From Pink's, one of our P1s. Kirk Cousins, you're not a good quarterback. You like that? That's what Kirk Cousins will be known for. Not winning a Super Bowl, okay? Well, we really got people going in here. Um, from Rick Ressenthaler, going back to the Kerry Price thing, he says, hey, Rod, we all know professional athletes face personal demons and issues. George Shavalo is a classic example. Rick in Edmonton, Everybody has personal demons and issues. Everybody. It's not just professional athletes. And if you'll forgive me, Moose, one in 10 human beings battle addiction. One in five battle mental health issues. And that's just reported. There's a lot of us that think there's potentially three in five battle mental health issues. They just don't admit it or don't know that they're battling it. Um, Darren Workman in Salt Lake. How can we take the moose off the screen? Was I doing something? Oh, to put they, on the core grain the, the Aurora. Core grain, doing what's right for your farm. Just where now, where did it go? Yeah, go ahead, man. Just for the Minnesota fans. Kirk Cousins is 11th yeah. in total yards ahead of Jared Goff, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Mac Jones, Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, right? He's sixth in touchdowns, um, tied for sixth in touchdowns in the National Football League, ahead of Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, Sam Darnold. So that's what we talk about. He's putting up numbers and doing all these things, not winning any football games. 
That's why I didn't like Tony Romo. He's got, you go back and look at the Dallas Cowboys record book. He's got most single game and single season Cowboys records. He didn't win. Period. And so many people, a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans love Tony Romo. And by the way, that reminds me of a, I love the amount of football people that watch our show. Hockey people too, obviously, but that best general manager in the CFL discussion that you and I didn't even come up with the other day. It was all in the comments section. Yeah. Right. It was all the viewers that were, that were raging about it. And I said, it's Jim pop end of story. Six great cups. Well, a coach in the States was watching and he goes, it's John Huffnagel end of story. And I said, maybe if Huff had been around for 30 years, like Jim pop, maybe, maybe. But it goes by championships, period. Tony Romo didn't win playoff games either, let alone Super Bowls. Stop it. Yeah. Troy Aikman's got three. End of story. And that's why I get so upset on the Darian Durant thing and the 13th man and why I could just cry for the guy because he had a ring literally stolen off his finger by the 13th man. And there was so many fans that were like, oh, it's okay, we'll get him next year. No, we count these things. It was one of the most egregious things to ever happen in sports, that 13th man. There's, well, I was going to say, there's another 30 for 30 documentary, but I think they did do a documentary on that, did they not? I think Engraved so. on the Nation, did they not do a documentary? They did, right? Yeah. We've kind of scratched that from our minds, too. Yeah, I think about it almost every day. But... I see that everybody's talking here about NFL steam, blah, blah, blah. Ken Gill writes in on YouTube and says, if he had to guess, who would you say is the most popular NFL team in Canada? I don't want to say it because I don't really like them. But I would say the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I'd put the Vikings up there too. Well, Maybe not in Canada. I'd put the Vikings because it's close proximity, like around the prairies, the three prairie provinces. It might be the Vikings, a little bit of Chicago Bears. I would put the Packers. I'd put the Cowboys, the Seahawks for Western Canada, probably. And it, and, and a lot of times we, you know, in the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, 20-year dynasty, we saw a lot of Patriots fans up here too. So... I'd probably go Green Bay, Dallas, Seattle, New England would be my four. But again, that's just my personal experience. Like you say, though, it's a geographic thing. And we, where we're from, it's largely Packers and Vikings, but you know, the bills have a lot of fans in Eastern Canada. Um, now we're really getting into it. Uh, Jeffrey Townen, he is a big stamps fan. Writes in and says, so then you would agree Bo Levi is better than Durant and Fajardo? I never said he wasn't. I've always said Fajardo's my favorite player. And I've always said that I would vote for him for the most outstanding player in the CFL. And oh my goodness, we're going to have to bring this back around later, Moose, for overtime on the Fajardo thing. Because the football people are thinking he's slipping into a sophomore slump. And for Jeffrey Town in here... Listen, I was reading the game notes this morning for week 10 in the CFL. When we talked about the CFL being toxic, I probably had a role in that. So I'll apologize with my feud with Bo Levi, which I think we're working towards getting over. But that was a rivalry thing, and it wasn't personal, by the way. That was just for fun. But Bo Levi, as I was reading in the game notes, continues to be the winningest quarterback in CFL history, winning percentage-wise. Forget about Durant and Fajardo. We're talking Doug Flutie, Warren Moon. Bo Levi's got the highest winning percentage in the regular season of anybody. He just happens to quarterback the Calgary Stampeders, and we had a fun little rivalry going back. But I can acknowledge he's the best player in the CFL now and maybe ever. Scrub that. Erase that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want that living in infamy. But it is it is the truth. I'm at least man enough and big enough to admit based on that, that. Do we have Tori uh, logged in yet, by the way? Oh, he's probably laughing right now. All right. 
Moose, we'll kick this around when you uh, come back for overtime, okay? You bet. Enjoy, Tori. Get, get your NFL questions ready. We got big money. Tori Gurley coming in next on this Flame Tech Football Friday, live from South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Flame Tech Football Friday continues. Flame Tech locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. We are live from Football Mad South Florida. Very much enjoying our football discussion today, both CFL and NFL. And I'm going to mix in some college in a moment here as we bring in our NFL insider, Tory Gurley, Packers and Browns alum. And listen, we got to say big money, Tory Gurley. We had Natea Jay on one hour ago. He's a big fan of you, Tory, and he told some stories. So do you remember showing up and not knowing any plays in week one and scoring three touchdowns? Tell me some Natea Jay stories because he told some on you. Man. Oh, my memory of Natea J. Um, honestly, it was it was one of those things where I was able to watch him mature um, into a man. You know, I, I literally when he when he got engaged, um, got married, and, and when his wife got pregnant, you know, I was able to watch this guy start to you know transition in life where he was like, look, I I'm, I want to be the best father I can be, and just having those conversations with him in the locker room, you know, he was what mid 20s and we were having conversations like that and that inspired me to to be a family man as well because he was looking at me as a leader on the football field but he was he just don't understand the impact he had on me as a man because I was watching someone younger than me step up to the plate and prepare you know his, his family and his life for bigger and better things so I'm extremely proud of him. Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, clearly it goes both ways. And uh, he said they all thought you were a defensive end when you showed up because of your sheer size. But I know you're a lot leaner than that. Hey, what's life going to be like for the Seattle Seahawks if they have to live without Russell Wilson, Tori? Yeah, that's what happened when you let Russ cook too long, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, the offensive line struggled to protect them and Aaron Donald and and the Rams were getting pressure all night. And you know, Gino, that first drive looked great, but then he came right back down to earth. You know, he, he that's Gino Smith in a nutshell, and that's why those guys are backups, and that's why Russ is arguably one of the highest-paid quarterbacks and best quarterbacks in the league because, you know, it's a huge drop-off. So we will see how um, the Seahawks can bounce back from it, but I don't think it's going to be pretty. Yeah, and, and with the Rams, who beat Seattle last night, 26-17, uh, four and one now. Matthew Stafford seems to be the only difference there. I'll put it to you what I put to Moose earlier. Like, was Jared Goff a perceived problem? Like, seems like Stafford's the only thing that's changed, and they're one of the most dominant teams in the NFL. Yeah, because he's a gunslinger at heart. You know, he likes to push the ball vertically downfield, big plays. And whenever you have Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods, and Deshaun Jackson out there, guys that can really fly and get downfield. I mean, it, it puts you in a position to be extremely explosive on offense, and that's what Sean McVay wants. So, um, you know, we'll see what those guys can do moving forward. But, yes, that is a huge upgrade to go from golf to Matthew Stafford. Interesting. Listen, i got to go way off the board with this one. I've been down here in South Florida for almost all fall, and I'm hearing it like every day. What's wrong with the Dolphins? What's wrong with the Dolphins? The analysts on the radio can't figure it out. And... They're just playing terrible football. Management's hanging it on Tua not being available. I'm saying he got sacked three times in the first quarter against the Bills. I saw it with my own two eyes. But how would you answer what's wrong with the Miami Dolphins? Because it seems like they just can't seem to figure it out. Yeah, I think it starts at quarterback play. Um, you you got to have, in this league, the haves and have-nots are the guys that you know, are the premier quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, that's how you win these games, unless if you're just going to lean on a run game and playing defense. But everyone else, uh, whenever you have that that star quarterback, whenever in doubt, they can just, they can make things right for you. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of talk has been 
has been about Deshaun Watson and Tua and, uh, you know, in Miami searching for quarterbacks. So we'll see how that thing plays out because, you know, that, that his name has been thrown around a lot down there in Miami. Absolutely. And it's uh, Dolphins at Buccaneers here. Uh, well, not here, but just up the road on Sunday. Dolphins at Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming after that 1917 win at New England last week in primetime. I haven't talked to you since. Uh, how did you feel about how that game went down? Honestly, I thought it was going to be a blowout. You know, I was expecting Tom Brady to try to hang up 50. So um, it just shows that the Buccaneers are they're struggling right now. Um, Rob Gronkowski is out. Everybody on defense is hurt. I mean, literally, they're signing Richard Sherman and they try to get Stephon Gilmore. And, you know, the secondary is just banged up and they're, they're not getting the pressure uh, up front that they did last year. So it's a long season. And I just think they have to get those, you know, tighten some things up and they'll be fine. But, um, you know, the Bucs are they're, they're going to lose a few games coming down the stretch. And it wouldn't shock me if, if Miami you know, had them in a dog fight and end up getting the win. Like, it's just, it's football. Like, teams don't go 19-0. and 0. That's hard to do. So, um, I just think it's, it's probably about time for them to drop a game, and that Dolphins game might be a good bounce-back spot for them. Pick up what he's putting down, folks. Buccaneers are favored by 10. Sounds like uh, Torrey thinks the Dolphins will at least beat the spread. By the way, primetime games, Sunday night, Buffalo at Kansas City, Monday, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Let's talk about the Bills for a second. That is a delicious matchup on Sunday night football. Bills at Chiefs. What do you see going down? This is a huge game for Josh Allen. Uh, I think everyone else on the Bills is fine, but we're all going to be watching him because in these primetime spots, he has yet to show up. You know, he's beat up on everybody else at one o'clock. You know, those one o'clock games are the games where nobody's watching, you know, you, they're blacked out in certain areas. But when you talk about playing Sunday night football at eight o'clock and the world is watching, you know, we, we want to see a great performance and we want to see, you know, why Buffalo went out and spent so much money on, on him as a quarterback. So um, it's going to be a huge test for him. Obviously you got Patrick Mahomes on the other side, but the chiefs, uh, they are potent it on offense, but on defense, they can't stop a nosebleed. So this could be a game where, you know, we see a lot of points scored and, you know, like I said, it wouldn't shock me if Buffalo won the game because the Chiefs are just playing that bad right now. Uh, from my cousin, Christine in Medicine Hat, Alberta, watching, she says the RP show has the best looking guests. I agree. It is uh, not an accident. Not an accident, Chris. It's by design. We only put good-looking people on this show. And, Tori, by the way, uh, I'm in South Florida listening to sports radio, obviously college football crazy on sports radio. And they're saying, Alabama, that it's not fair. Every game that Alabama goes up against somebody, it's not fair because they just win recruiting hands down. What do you think about that statement? Just that they have the pick of the litter of the best high school recruits, and you're in that business. I mean, is it not fair? Like, should Alabama be the 33rd NFL team? Like, I just couldn't believe it when I, when I heard that. No, I don't believe in that stuff. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough in college to beat Alabama when they had all that talent. You know, we were the last team in the SEC East to beat Alabama. It was University of South Carolina back in 2010. They can be beat. Um, it takes a great game plan, and regardless of those recruits, Nick Saban does a great job of getting guys to buy in. You know, I've seen programs where they bring in all this talent, but you have egos and you have everything, all these other variables that go into it, and guys can't work together collectively, and they have a, a bad, you know, a piss-poor effort. But with Nick Saban, he's a great coach. He fires guys up, get them to play at a high level, and you just have to meet that intensity when you play them. But they can be beat, like it. Uh, but it takes playing a perfect game, offense, defense, and special teams. You know, you can't, when you play against those guys, there's the room for error is small. Interesting. I felt like calling in. Maybe I will call in today and say, Tory Gurley from South Carolina says the Crimson Tide is beatable. I'll tell you what they say, Tory. Uh, hey, listen, as, as usual, we're far too soon out of time. Uh, thanks for this. My best to the family, my man. You're going to be a dad before long. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. And we'll chat with you Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Any, any day now. And like I said, I love that orange shirt, man. You look better than Dan Marino in orange. How about that? <laughs> I like it, man. I like the area. It, 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 it's, 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 it's fitting.
Thank you, Tori. You guys take care. All right, Tori Gurley joining us here in South Florida. We'll be right back with overtime as the moose comes right back. I was with Dan Marino last week. I'll tell you that story again if you want. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. One last time, we are in overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. Good look at Robbie's there in the Florida Keys. And uh, we're bringing the moose back in here for overtime. And I'm just going to read some messages from the viewers because we call it viewer takeover, Darren. Swanee writes in from the 471 on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, from, from what I'm hearing on today's show is that good quarterbacks who put up great numbers and can't win are terrible because they lose. Maybe it's the defense that can't support the offense. After all, it is a two-way game. That's from Swanee. From DG in Saskatoon says, Morning, guys. Speaking of spending money to look better, how much worth of pink drink did you sell to North Korea Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un, Roddy? Guys apparently that? down 50 pounds since the summer. Looks like a stud now. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen any photos whatsoever of Kim Jong-un, but if he's down 50 pounds, good on him. Sounds like um, a meme. It's a meme. To the before and after. Must be on the pink drink. I can see it now. It works, man. I'm telling you. Living proof right here. Uh, you know, where where are we on the quarterback discussion? I mean, you are not... Because of what I said about Tony Romo, now he's going nuts. And yeah, there are good quarterbacks on bad teams. Look at Dan Marino for the love of Pete. And by the way, just being in his presence, that guy has an aura about him. I'll tell you what Dan Marino does. But he's in the he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, people can see who's good or who's not good. It's not all about wins per se, right? We can see who's good or not. Um, bad quarterbacks won't make good teams win. Not sure how many good quarterbacks can make bad teams win. You know what I'm saying? But they're better at it, right? They got a better shot, and, you know, we don't watch the yeah. Vikings as close as our friends do, right? We have a lot of Vikings fans that are friends, close friends. They'll tell you that Kirk Cousins is a reason why they lose some of those close games. Mistakes late, yeah. not making the big play. And there's a difference between the greats. When Peyton Manning had the ball in his hand, and, I mean, I've seen a ton of Peyton Manning. Played in the same division as the Titans, right? And we've seen a ton of Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets the ball in his hands with a minute to go down by four. You've lost, right? Because he's going to go down the field and score. Or if he just needs, and if he just needs a field goal, you know it's over. But with Kirk Cousins, you don't have that same confidence. At least the Viking fans don't. With the okay no, quarterbacks, you don't have that. We watched them this year in uh, Cincy, right? In overtime, you just never got the sense that Kirk Cousins was going to do what it took to win the game for the Minnesota Vikings. They, the fans now, can see it. Yeah. Now, granted, there are very few that have that all the time. Brady, Manning, Aaron Rodgers, right? There's, it's that elite group that have that confidence where you just know if they get the ball back in their hands, they're going to come down the field and at least put them in field goal range. Let's do the MySask 411 business of the week, why don't we? Because it is Friday. It's the final segment. The MySask 411 Business of the Week is Evan Kneecamp Restaurant Pietro in Waskasu, Sask. To get the best kind of homemade Italian pasta, different types of steaks and specials, come on down to Evan Kneecamp Restaurant Pietro in Waskasu, Saskatchewan. Find them on MySask 411 today. Now I want to go to Waskasu. <laughs> it's been far too long since I've been at Evan Kneecamp Restaurant in Waskasu, Darren, I'm sure you've been there. You're a northern Sask Lake guy. You can find them on the MySask 411 app. I got it right here. It's on my main page. It's in my favorites, the MySask 411 
app is a phone book in your hand. And every Friday, we profile the business of the week for them. Makes you want to go to uh, oh. Waskasu, too, I'm sure. Does it ever. Uh, by the way, Clark letting me know to tell you people, guests for this upcoming week, Vincent Trocek of the Carolina Hurricanes. I can't wait to talk to him. I want to know his thoughts on where they're ranked going into the season. We'll talk about opening week in the NHL. Vincent Trocek of the Carolina Hurricanes. Mo Egger of ESPN 1530 Cincinnati will be joining us to talk on the Bengals. And 16-year NFL quarterback J.T. O'Sullivan, close friend of ours and uh, former Saskatchewan Rough Rider quarterback will be with us. Moose, I'll see you Sunday, huh? Yeah, and we didn't do the bets, the bet regal picks. I totally well, forgot. I said to bring it up earlier. But, but we did make them. We'll put them at rodpeterson.com. So there's your tease, rodpeterson.com for the picks. And follow our social media feeds as well. I'll see you in the broadcast booth Sunday at 4, Regina Pats and the Brandon Wheat Kings on Access Now Television. You want me to bring the turkey or are you bringing the turkey? You bring it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You betcha. We'll see you Tuesday here on Game Plus TV. I never told you to shut up. Well, a couple times. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.